Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan C. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Bernie C. Adams, and on today's show, we have Christina Carlson with The Product Gurus, and also, she created with me, we've created together Lightbulb to Launch Course. You know, this show has so much. If you have an idea in your head, if you have an idea in your head, you want to take it to market, if you have a product idea, anything, this show is for you. So, Christina has taken over a thousand products to market and she is in control of a $2 billion territory. She's been in the sales of the buyers with Walmart. She knows how to get your, your product on the shelves of Walmart. In this show, we're going to talk about what the buyers want to hear, what you have to do to get on the shelves of Walmart or Target, or if you want to sell on Amazon, some of the tricks to be able to sell on Amazon. We go through the whole process of going from idea in your head all the way to the market. We talk about the marketing strategies. We go through all this in this show today, and, and we also talk about the course we created called Lightbulb to Launch. Christina went through my accelerator program, the very first one, and we have formed a business relationship to create the course Lightbulb to Launch, which ended up being, we filmed the entire day, 48 videos that we created, and now we finally like got it up and we got everything rolling now, but this whole show, you're gonna learn everything you need to know to take your idea and take it all the way to the market. I'm so excited for this, and before we even jump in the show, if you guys do have interest in actually taking your own idea to market and you need the support, we've created the course for you. It's called Light Bulb to Launch. All you gotta do is go over to theproductgurus.com forward slash starter. That's theproductgurus.com forward slash starter. You get access to the course. I'm in it, Christina's in it, Linda's in it. We have three instructors teaching crowdfunding, teaching product development, teaching marketing, teaching packaging, all of it. It's in the course, so check it out, theproductgurus.com forward slash starter. Let's jump into it with Christina Carlson. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and I'm excited about this show. You know, I've been waiting to do this show for a few months now. And you know, as you know, I obviously invented this product called the Arctic Stick, and I'm big in the invention space and helping people take products to market and with crowdfunding. You know, I found this, I guess, match made in heaven for business relationship, and it's with Christina Carlson and with her company, with the Product Gurus, and also with Linda, who works with our team. We're gonna go into the store how we met, but Christina, like. Welcome to the show. It's exciting to have you here. It's Thanks, exciting Brandon. to hear your your journey, how it got here, and like how we started working together. You went through our accelerator program, but the experience you have. I mean, you've taken with the, under your authority, like working with people over what thousand products to market. Yeah. You have authority of over two billion dollars in territory. You know your shit. You like <laughs> anybody listening right now? If you want to take a product to market, you have an idea. This is the show for you, and we're going to go through all this. We're going to talk about how you can communicate to the buyers at Walmart, how you can get your product on the shelves, all this. But first, Christina, let's go back and where you got started. I want to hear where you grew up, kind of the journey it led you to get into even where we're at today. 
Yeah, thanks, Brandon. I'm so excited because I've been waiting for this for a while. So it's been a few months for us in the making. I know, right? Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting because as we all talk about it, it's, I'm kind of a, I guess, a child of the American dream in a sense. Um, <laughs> you know, I have both of my parents were immigrants, um, came to the U.S. They were about 20 years old when they came out here. Um, so my sister and I were born in Chicago. And really kind of, you know, as any immigrant parents want, they want the best for their children, right? They wanted to give us any, everything that they couldn't have in yeah. a communist country. They were from an Eastern European right, country in Croatia now. Um, so, you know, we basically went the traditional route of school. Got my bachelor's, got my master's degree. And what did you get? Um, so my bachelor's degree was actually biology and German, out of all things. And, got, yeah, ended up getting my MBA in Chicago um, and international business and marketing. So I kind of switched routes, and I decided I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to, you know, for work, and that's what I did. So interna international business, and I kind of started working in telecommunications. I've been in consumer electronics. I've been in housewares and doing kitchen appliances and a whole gamut of different products. So there have been so many that I've brought to market um, and really had to um, and really sold into every basically major retailer in the United States. What made you want to get into like, okay, so again, what, where were you from originally? Yeah, so I'm originally from Chicago, but my parents are from Croatia. Croatia, okay. And you, mm -hmm. by the way, you speak like four languages, right? I do. I do. What I are they? Croatian, German, Spanish, and obviously English. <laughs> Hablo poquito español. Muy <laughs> bien. <laughs> you know, that's amazing in itself, but like, what made you want to get into the product field? Like, what did you just one day say, hey, I want to yeah. take products to market? Or You know, I think it's, as you talk to any college grad, I knew marketing was the route that I wanted to take. I didn't know what component of marketing that would be. At one point in time, I ended up, um, actually worked for Motorola at the time, and ended up in a customer marketing or channel marketing role. And where I did it here was really I had the point of contact with all the major customers. So with you know, AT&T at the time with the retailers, then I would sell into Best Buy and I'd sell into, you know, just different places. I've worked with Bed Bath & Beyond. I've worked with Walmart, Target. I work with Amazon. Um, so all the online retailers, QVC, HSN. I mean, there's not one, re um, I guess, avenue of sale that I haven't touched at this point. So you get a lot of experience. I mean, yeah. in a short period of time. Ton. It's a ton. I've been doing this probably for, about, let's say, probably about 12 years. Um, and I've been in this. And when I found this niche, what I loved about this so much is that I had the component of understanding the market, what the trends, what trends were happening with consumers, what trends were happening with products in the market, um, became very aware of what sells and what doesn't. Uh, you know, and, and at that point in time, I loved being in front of a buyer, pitching to them and really understanding what makes them tick. Uh, and really, I mean, the biggest thing, obviously, for me is walking in and winning, you know, winning the prize. And at one point, I think I ended up with 10 new products at one retailer at one time. Okay, I, I was going to wait to get in this point, but you're getting me too excited oh. because I know everybody <laughs> wants to know this. So I interviewed uh, Matt Pfeiffer, Matt Pfeiffer back like a year and a half ago, and we talked about Walmart a little bit and what the buyers are looking for. But you've been in the rooms multiple times. And let's say somebody has a product right now. And they walk into that room and just mm -hmm. for people to give them a little knowledge in the background. So yeah. Walmart, Target, these big stores, they have representatives. They're called buyers. And what they do is people will basically pitch them the products and the buyer is the person who will 
decide if that product is something they want to buy X amount of quantity worth of it to put on the shelves of Walmart or Target. So you have to get in the contact with the right kind of people, which you obviously have them contacts, but also you got to give them the right pitch and tell them the things they need to know in order to get on the shelves. So if you were going to walk, if somebody's going to walk in the room, like what does that look like? What would be a perfect pitch to a buyer of Walmart, let's just say? What are you going to do? The biggest part about this is, if you remember, it, they're they're in it for one thing. They're in it for making money, right? For the company, for becoming prof, making profit, making gross sales, sales goals. They want something unique. A lot of them will ask for something that no other retailer is carrying, and so they want something unique for their consumer, um, and they want to basically know how you're going to market to their consumer. So there's a few things they're looking for. They're looking for what is your product, how unique is it in the market. Do the marketplace trends show that this is something popular? And let me give you an example. Uh, a lot of the – you've seen a lot on Amazon, the zucchini spiralizers or the vegetable spiralizers, right? They were manual. Those sell almost a half a million units a year. And the trend came from low car- – it was a food trend that started it. So you look at these trends as to what's happening out in the market, and that's – obviously, you develop a product based on a need. And so you, know, you take a look at that, and then you give what's your unique value product? proposition? How are you different from your competition? And how do you stand out on shelf? What does your packaging look like? And then on top of it, obviously, what pricing are you giving to me as a buyer? And how much money am I going to make on this product? How are you going to market to my consumers? What's your social media campaign? What's your viral campaign? You know, there, there's a lot of different components that they're looking for because they want you to be able to draw people into either their online site or to their stores. So everything you just threw out there right now, like you just Spit all that out. Yeah. Most people probably think, wow, I never thought of all these different right. things. They just like, oh, hey, I'm going to go in the room. I'm going to pitch how great my product is, and Walmart's going to sell it for me. Yeah. But no, they want to know how you're going to get it off the shelves because it's not as hard to get it on the shelves, but how do you get the product off the shelves? Because yeah. there's horror stories I've heard where people will put a mortgage – they will take out a big loan in their house, everything. Sure. They will buy a massive amount of a product. They'll put it on the Walmart shelves. It won't sell – and Walmart will give it back, and then they're fucked. The companies I worked for are even you know, guilty of that. Guilty of putting something on the shelf without having a marketing plan behind it. It's the worst thing that you can do, right? It, so how, how do you know it's going to sell? Unless somebody stands or walks right in front of the shelf, sees your product, boy, it better stand out compared to what is standing, you know, sitting next to it on the shelf. Because what else are they going to know? And so the messaging on your packaging becomes that important. And you basically, what we call it is the last three feet of sale. Most consumers, it's a little different because now they're doing a lot of research online, but they'll stand in front of the store shelf and literally get on their phones and start looking at Amazon or start looking at, you know, Google and trying to figure out what this is. Um, and a lot of times, you know, their purchase decision is made right there as they're standing in front of the shelf, whether they're going to take it or not, unless it's something more expensive than they're, you know, doing a little bit of pre-work. So what's some strategies, like if you have a product, I mean, packaging is everything. It's how you package it up. Yeah. What are some strategies your company, you have used for products to get people to actually look at it and make it stand out where they buy it? Uh, you have to really understand where your product is going to be merchandised in the stores. And, we, you know, we, we, you and I have talked a lot about this. And, you know, I'm going to take Arctic, Arctic Stick again as, as the example here. So it basically is something that will cool your water bottles, right, cool your water and flavor your water. So 
where do you want to be? Well, in the section where there's water. So it's, you know, you, you are probably going to be merchandised. You want to be merchandised in the sec- water section where they sell fresh water. Um, you may also want to be in a sports drink section for all you know, right? So there's a, there could be a totally separate shelf that does sports drinks versus the water bottles. Uh, so you want to be where somebody's going to impulsively take a look at it because they might not be looking for a cooling stick in general. Yeah. So you better be next to something where they say, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Let me just pick this up as a second purchase. And, and retailers are always looking for how do they increase what they call your basket, right? So they want to increase the dollars you're going to spend in their store by doing these cross-merchandising. So an idea is like Tip. I say, hey, the Arctic Stick is a product people buy and they're more likely to buy bottled beverages then, but also – they may be more likely to buy a Mio or a, like a flavoring for their drink. Right. And that, right. You know what I mean? And then also at that point, Correct. what Walmart wants to know too is – or any big buyer is do you have other products you're going to introduce? It's What are the next things in line? Yeah, they want to understand your roadmap, right? So they want to understand is there anything that you're going to bring down the road? Um, that usually comes a little after the fact. You always come out with a great idea. You start with a great product. I think ideas breed more ideas, and I think once you you start to improve, you do a generation two of your product. I think that if you looked at Arctic Stick, you'd probably want to make some improvements, right, and do a gen two on it. So I think those are the type of things that come out after the fact, and then once you've gone through one product, it's much easier to develop a second version or a second idea. So we talked about, like, what you actually say when you're in the room of the buyer for Walmart or somewhere, but how does somebody, just a regular person with the idea... How does somebody even find the right person to get in touch with for that meeting? Because that's even the hardest thing. How do you find the right buyer for Walmart or Target or that store? Well, there's, there are a variety of ways that you can approach um, finding a buyer. If there, You can direct sell, right? You can find that contact or find that buyer's contact. And one of the most inexpensive ways to do that is to just search on LinkedIn. A lot of the times, if you just search a company, let's say it's Target, for instance, you look up Target Corporation, and it'll list the employees. Well, you'll take a look a lot of times, the employees will list buyer or merchant for this and this category. So it's the, you know, the merchant for the beverage category, or for the spice category, or, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Outdoor, you know, I don't know, backyard toys, those type of things. So, yeah, so that's an easy way to do it, to direct, kind of find that direct contact. Um, You know, step one, two, and three is script a really good sales email. You could, you could call Target Corporation and find out your, who your contacts are. You can yeah. call headquarters in Minneapolis. Um, and you'll find, the, you'll find it without a doubt. So you can go direct if you want to. You can use a manufacturer's representative. Um, these are people who basically potentially were former buyers for that company or for that retailer, have a lot of relationships inside. They know so many different buyers. And what you're doing is you're paying them a commission to get you in the door and to sell your product on shelf. They're, they're place your product on shelf. They're they're paid by what they sell to the retailer. So there's there's a lot of I mean, I know in Bentonville, so most people don't realize Bentonville is the retail like place to be for any I mean it's home of Walmart headquarters Walmart. and I've spent some time in Bentonville because I remember with Arctic Stick, like I was always meeting with buyers and, and looking at the next steps, but there's buy there's people that make a full time living for working with yeah. inventors and people to just introduce them to their connections because yeah. they 
they worked at Walmart for maybe 20 years and they built the connections. All they do is find a cool product, they get paid, and then they introduce it, they get a percentage. You know what I mean? Correct. Correct. That's exactly it. So, and they kind of teach you and train you the ways of retail. How do you get your product set up? How do you know all all of those components of it? Your reporting back. How do you ship in? Get your get yourself set up as a vendor. There's so many processes to go through with one of these large companies. Um, so it's really good to have someone who has that knowledge. So it's like first off, you have the great product. You have the yeah. strategy. What is your marketing strategy? What is your distribution? And then the second part is having the right connection. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, for you, like your connection, but like having the mm-hmm. right connection to introduce you to that buyer of the Walmart or the Target and then get in that room and then you got to sell yourself and like, okay, here's the product. Here's what we're going to do for you. Here's how we're going to get off the shelf. Yeah. And then you make the deal. And then once it does get bought at that point, you got to make sure it gets off the shelves. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and I call myself like the two degrees of separation. If I don't know the person directly, I at least know just a maximum, probably two people max that could get me to the right person. So um, it really is about networking and your contacts. You know that more than anybody, oh, it, right? it is. It's all who you know. And I mean, that's why like for us, we formed obviously to, to create the course light bulb to launch. And for the connections I have, you have, I'm like, God, we can take the world on together, you know? Yes, we could. Like, you know, everything we do and everything we're working on. But <laughs> I want to transition a little bit. So we're going to soon go into if somebody has an idea, a fresh idea, how to like what the next steps are. But I want to go into online. Let's say somebody wants to sell on Amazon because Amazon's just disrupting the industry. Like everybody's buying from Amazon and you have experience in this. Let's say somebody wants to put a product at Amazon. What are some tips people can use to be able to sell on Amazon and be good at it? Yeah, everyone's complaining about Amazon because it's probably the most transparent marketplace that there is, right? It's the most competitive. They match pricing. They, you know, they use algorithms to match pricing. They scour the internet and the, you know, the web and and they can find anything. They're always competitive. Um so it it's been extremely I think difficult for a lot of retailers to compete with that model lately. Um you know, as we know, they are slated to be the world's biggest retailer. And what's really interesting, a piece of data that I heard from someone who really kind of is an influencer in, in, retail, in the retail markets and understanding what trends are, um, actually heard a presentation where they said, the biggest retailer in 2023 has not yet been invented or not yet been really? founded. Yeah. And so it's, we are moving into a period of time now where it's so evolving, it's going to you know, blast at the speed of light at this point. We don't know who the next online retailer will be. That's so crazy because, I mean, you're right with technology and everything. Things happen so fast and then somebody else comes along. So, so let's say for me, I, I have my product on Amazon. What would be some pointers for me? Like what are some things I can do to get more visibility, get more sales, to get my SEO up, to get like, what are some, a, a, a lot of it is going to, you know, kind of be dictated by the type of product that you're selling. There's a specific site or vendor site for um, consumers or people that want to sell books, right? Digital books, Kindle books, physical products. Um, there's a whole separate section or portion of Amazon that has its own portal um, to actually develop and, and place your products there. Then there are items such as, you know, like we talked about housewares, appliances, those type of things that are durable products, right? You don't eat them. They're not consumables. There's an entire kind of vendor community um, and site, vendor express site that you can use. You can always sell directly online as a third party person, right? You can sell your own product through Amazon, ship it out yourself. But if you want the 
the marketing engines of Amazon. You you want to sell through them. You want your product to go into their distribute into their warehouses, right? Because they're all over the country at this point. Um, go into the, their warehouses because that opens up the mechanism of using their marketing services. Then you're allowed to do lightning deals. You're allowed to do vendor coupons and do discounts. Um, you're allowed to do your own paid search on Amazon.com, right? They have their entire infrastructure in place that's not related to Google. Um, so it's it's a little less expensive, right, than trying to do a search engine on Google. So there are so many different components and avenues to do that. Because the trick is, once you have it in their warehouse, now you have to figure out how to sell it. It's all about being on page one of if someone looks up, let's say we wanted to buy, I don't know, give me a product. What should we buy? What, what's something that you would buy on Amazon? Let's say I'm going to buy, I just uh, bought this. Let's say we're going to buy microphones for a TV crew, like a microphone. <laughs> okay. Let's micro, let's do microphone. Um, you know, you take a look on it. What what brand did you do? You know what brand it was? Um, Rode Mic. Okay, so Rode Mic. So if you want to look up a microphone or you know production microphone, whatever it is, what do you want? You want your product to show up on page one. You want it to be at the top of the list. So yeah. that's going to be search engine. It's going to be the different search terms that you do when you set up your product. The search terms have to be right. So filming microphone, sound, production. I mean, you want all yeah. of those search terms or keywords in that searchability. So the more you have, the better it is. So it's, it's, it, it becomes a, an evolution. You, it, you, it's a learning process for anybody that's starting it. There are a lot of experts out there who know this like the back of their hand. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it's amazing what you can actually do. I mean, just it, a lightning deal, for instance, right, could be a four-hour deal. And when those things go on, they could sell 10,000 units of a product. In, in a four-hour window, it's crazy how many people, how many. You know, obviously we know, and, and everyone has their Prime memberships. And right? even Amazon now, they're almost doing. They're taking on the infomercial industry. Amazon isn't. Aren't they doing where they're doing live like selling now? Yes. If you take a look, they are doing live selling. Matter of fact, and it's it's and they're hitting every industry out there. It's like you look at they're doing an entire. They want to be like the biggest fashion company and the fashion retailer, and they're taking everything on. I mean, it, it, it's an 800-pound gorilla, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, the only the only retail brick and mortar retailer, obviously the biggest one in the world, is Walmart. Yeah. But online, yeah, we know that. Amazon, no, I know they're the two big giants, and they're taking each other on. Yeah. In the industry, and I mean, you think about that when you think of products, like people are like, oh, I want in Walmart, or obviously get on Amazon, which I sell products on Amazon, but yeah, Walmart. I looked into it, and, like I could have at that point, but then it led me to a different direction. But I want to get into so. So we've created this course called Life Up to Launch. And for people that have listened to me for the past two years, I, a long time ago, I had created like a simple version of Life Up to Launch. And I was even going to start a product development company called Adam's Product Innovation. And it's funny how things turn. And I tell this, by the way, I tell this whole story about this and us I meeting. Met. And I even talk about this in uh, basically the whole course. In my book, Live to Grind, The Journey to the Destination, there's a whole chapter on uh, inventing products and taking it to market, which highly suggest to check it out. But for us, like you went through the accelerator program, you were first obviously to back the campaign for ambitious adventures. Christina, like she was the first one. To, I so for my campaigns, I always have this weird thing I want to pledge right away, and Christina backed it. She got it the 997 level. Literally. 30 seconds after I launched, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, and then, so I got in contact with her. She joined the the first ever accelerator. And then I got learning about her. She's like, oh, I take products to market. I know this. I'm like, whoa. 
And I instantly, I'm like, we can create a course out of this. Then I scared the hell out of you, and I said, we're going to create a whole course in a day. Yeah. You came down, and we filmed 48 videos in six hours. Yeah. And we created one of the best courses I've ever seen, Light Bulb to Launch, which, again, I'm going to talk about this more. We're going to go into detail, which if you guys want access to this, you can go to theproductgurus.com forward slash starter, which is the starter course basically goes through how to take your idea to market. But now we've created this, which is like a dream come true. I'm like, I've yeah. always wanted to do something like this. And you came along. I'm like, timing's everything. Timing's everything. Exactly. It, 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 you, like you have the background. You've taken so many products to market with the venture Arctic Sig, my experience and spending so much time and money from the, the small inventor side. You're the product buyer side. Like it's, it's a win-win. So let's go into people are wondering if they got an idea right now. Yeah. Obviously, this is light bulb to launch, light bulb in your head to the launch on the market. Let's walk through the steps with the audience, like if we're going to help somebody. So yeah. if somebody had an idea right now, let's walk through the steps they should take to go from idea in their head to on the market. Yeah, and let me. I'm going to give you a little history here as we're talking about what happened. So <laughs> it was a couple years ago that I really thought about, you know, taking this knowledge and figuring out how to best do it. And I needed to find, I call myself the go-to-market expert, right? Yeah. So I look at trends and I'm like, all right, product team, I want you to make this, right? And so that's what I'm good at. And then I sell it in. And so I had to find the right, partner the right person who was basically the development guru to really take you from consumer focus you know the consumer group uh, looking at your research is it the right product to make how to avoid mistakes in the entire pro you know product process and um i met linda and linda was one of my coworkers, and so this is how it all happened and i was like wow how are you going to do this you know, like we said, backtrack to then fast forward to you and I meeting. And like, I think we first, like I said, met on Lewis Howe's um, School of Greatness. School of Greatness, right? So that's how we kind of got into the same uh, Facebook group at that point. And going back and forth, I looked at your profile and I saw inventor of the, of the Arctic stick. Yeah. And so I thought, wow, I'm like, I'm going to work with this guy one day. Yeah. And that was January 2016 that I remember that. So <laughs> About a little over a year ago, right? So it was about a year that we kind of got, came in contact. Then, obviously, as I was following you, the Kickstarter campaign, I ended up being your first, you know, um, funder. And so we get to the point where you basically said, all right, I want you to write this in 30 days. And we're going into studio and we're doing this. We want it done in early 2017. And we're going to go, you know, we're going to get this done. We're going to build this awesome amazing course and i have to say i think it is a beast a oh beast it's a beast <laughs> uh, there is a lot there so you know what let's go back to take an idea how do you bring it to market there are so many things to think about right you may think it's the most fantastic idea the number one question is is anybody going to buy it number one right yeah. is, is can you really do it so you have to do a little bit of research and kind of reconnaissance on what does the market look like what are the trends there's so many easy ways to look at census data right you if you have a product that you're going to sell a toy and you want families you know family with two children under the age of 10 you can look at u.s census data and figure out what what does your market look like yeah. in the u.s so you're doing a lot of this research and you know and linda is so great at taking us through this in the course right about um how do you build before you even think about it how do you sketch out your product what are the features that this product has to have what's most important um in terms of priority of features and benefits right everything before you even start 
going moving forward and that's the thing there's there's so many components to it it's it's first the idea then developing vetting the idea with actually doing research and then seeing what it actually looked like making the we call the tinkering like toy uh, the tinker toys tinker toys like go to the hardware center and like create a prototype that's ugly but you get more ideas about it and then eventually you have something you can give to the engineer where they can create like CAD drawings yeah and then from I, there, you go into the, the prototyping. And, I mean, there's a lot of things you have to do before you even get to the point of even thinking oh yeah. about manufacturing. And the re- the resources, the partners that we work with, right, people that we've worked with um, are in our careers that are like I, – I have a, an engineer who's just like a sketch artist. And I'm not joking. He can – you give him an idea, in 20 seconds, he will have your the sketch of your product done. It, it amazes me every time. I see him do this all the time. And, you know, from and, – and where do you find engineers? Where do you find someone to do your CAD drawings? And, and not only find all this, but – Try to do it cost effectively. And and the one thing that we want to help you through this is really kind of budgeting for success. Like you said, people put their ho- homes up for more, you know, their mortgages up um, to, to build a product that could take six figures to develop. You have to kind of pre-plan for that and know where you're coming. And, you know, do you need a Kickstarter campaign? Do you need a crowdfund? Those type of things all have to be thought up, up, up front. We try to help you avoid those mistakes. And, you know, these are things. So, like, I anything I ever create, it's like things – I'm t- catering to my younger self, which I wish I would have had. I could have saved like yeah. 50 grand a long time ago to get my product to market if I would have had this course, like bulb the launch. And it's yeah. literally goes through everything. We we created, I mean, three of us, three instructors created this Absolutely. course. I mean, I I led like the crowdfunding and how to raise money. And we you talked about everything with the we talked about the Walmart buyers, what they're thinking, and then Linda talks about everything in the development stage, like all this. There's so much involved yeah. to go through this, but. If anybody listening right now, if you want to take a product to market, if you have any passion about taking your idea to market, want to learn more, like this course is something we've put so much. This is years, and you've taken what over a hundred, uh, over a thousand products about, to market. Yeah. Lynn and I, in totality, right, have taken so many. I manage hundreds at a time. I, I want to say, you know, recently it's like it's about 500 market products out that are out there in market, right? That I've managed. It, it's been it's two billion dollars of business that is managed right through hundreds of products. The two billion dollar lady. Yeah, the two billion dollar <laughs> lady. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So if anybody is interested, like honestly, the product gurus and Christine, like. They know our stuff, and we've partnered up to work together with the course and everything else. So we, the good news is you have people that can help you get it to market and the connections that you need. So like that whole process in itself. So what, what else would you want to share with somebody with an idea right now? Any tips with them? To take an idea – well, I think the course would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, I, I think you really just have to think about what's the need that you're trying to fulfill, right? The need in the market. It's obviously a lot of ideas. You see a lot of ideas come from moms, right? Because they they see something that's missing in the market for their baby, for this or that. And, you know, yours came from a need of something you needed in, in, at the time. And, what, and how did you, that idea come to you? So it was just having my own problem. I was on the ice route and I wanted to wait a cool bottle of beverage and ice, there cubes, you go. <laughs> the ice cubes were a pain in the ass to put in. So I'm like, okay, let's create this idea that'll fit inside easier and also allow me to transport alcohol. <laughs> like, so when you, that's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to get the beer. Um, when you went through that process, did you think about 
will this product sell or how much is someone willing to pay for it? So that's the thing. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the things like, does somebody even care about this problem? Is somebody willing to buy this? And people did buy it and they still buy it, but it's like, there's a lot of things I didn't think about. And all I thought about was I wanted to get my product to market. And I, the problem I see with so many people is they have this idea. They're so in love with it. Yeah. And yeah. they don't stop to think to see if people even care right. if they want to buy it. They don't even know if people want the product. And they will spend tens of thousands of dollars and spend their whole life getting this product to market or trying yeah. to. And it will end up in nowhere. And some people go bankrupt. There's so many things they do wrong yeah. Yeah. because they're in love with their product. and. They like the thing like, oh, people think you're an inventor, so you're rich, you know? And like you're going to yeah. build the next million-dollar product. Well, that's so hard. And I have so many friends that are serial inventors. One of them, Christopher Hawker, <laughs> another guy I interviewed. And Christopher Hawker, just got off the phone with him the other day. Great guy. He has tried to design, and, and he's like – he's done the quick key. He's done – they've done carbon flyer. They've done like – there's this one thing. It's like an outlet thing. I can't think of it. It looks it's octopus something like it's a bunch <laughs> of outlets. I don't know. But like he's made millions, but he's lost a lot of money too. But like he, we talk about the whole thing. Like a lot of times we almost talk people out of taking their product to market because sometimes we see their idea and it, it doesn't have enough validity. It's hard to tell them at the time it crushes their dreams. Right. But, and then a day like they need to see like who's willing to buy it. What is what is the cost to get to market? These yeah. are things I didn't think about before, and now like we've obviously made sure that's all in the course and for people to see. But I am so like I'm so proud of it. What we've created, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Me so, too. So let's switch gears. We talk a lot about eventing, but I want to hear from you because I mean you were a powerhouse. I mean you're doing some big things as an entrepreneur, a woman entrepreneur, kicking ass. What would be your advice out there? For any woman, any girl out there that's looking to get into entrepreneurship or advice for them to go after their dreams. Because, I mean, you're doing it right now. You're doing some big things and we got some big projects in the future. What's your advice for them out there that want to be like you someday? You know, it's it's amazing because as successful as we can be, right, and, and women do this to themselves all the time, successful as we can be, as successful as I have been and am in my life, how many times have we gone through questioning or second-guessing ourselves and our capabilities and our knowledge and all of this? And I think to myself, you know, as I, I was listening and as we're putting the course together, I'm like, wow, this sounds brilliant. How did I ever, you know, second-guess the knowledge that I had? Um, and honestly, so if I look at the course, it's like it's literally probably 10x worth 10x of what what you know what you would pay or what we're, you know we would charge for it. It's it's quite incredible. And I basically you know went through the traditional education route like we talked about. And you know here I had parents who were entrepreneurs who've always invested, were real estate investors, all of this. And they just, they had to do it. They, they came to this country, they were going to make it work no matter what. Um, you know, obviously didn't have the opportunities that you or I would have being born here and living here. And so I basically got to the point where here I am in corporate America, successful, busting my ass, right? Like I said, it took on 5x the amount of work of course, not 5x the amount of salary, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I thought to myself, why, who am I doing this for? And, and I thought, I have such a wealth of knowledge. And uh, you felt this way. And, you know, we all did. And 
I need to use it for the greater good. I want to use it to serve others. I want to be able to help people live their dream, live their American dream, right? And and that was the whole purpose behind this. And I think it's like for, for me, you were cut, you were the fire under my ass that in the sense of that really kind of got me there because again, I was second guessing, how do I do this? How do I pull this off? And it's always that network of people. So I I personally think that, you know, fate kind of brought us together in in this sense. And, And I look at it and I think any woman, and for me, it's all about female empowerment. You know, and I have friends of mine that always said, wow, you should just teach a a girl's empowerment, right? Or coach girls because you're fearless. That's, that's the word that they've used for me. And um, it's true to the point where I think, how do you stop second guessing yourself? What's your biggest wish out there? What's your biggest goal in the world? Go do it. Just get it done and stop second guessing and have a support group around you. Have a bunch of not just female friends, but strong intelligent women, strong, intelligent men. I mean, there's so many people out there that are just empowering and it's just finding the right people. And you can only do that if you talk to people, just talk, tell them about your ideas. It's amazing. How, how did you and I meet for, for that reason? I had no idea that you had developed a product right until we ended up in the same group. It's putting yourself out there and it's because you mentioned your idea and I said like, hey, here's the things I've done. Right. And I said, hey, you need to get in our accelerator and like you did it and then it opened up for so many things and the combination of connections. So the one thing we're I'm hearing and everybody should do is, is who you surround yourself with. Yeah. It's the average of the fight. Like you got to surround yourself with the right kind of people that bring you up and then also like it's confidence. And I know even men and women that are dealing with – they don't have the confidence to go after Correct. something. They're afraid. Something's holding them back. And sometimes they need to bring it to Adam and say, hey, you need to get it done. But, like, why not just go after it? Because, as you know, like, when you do do things that scare you a little bit and yeah. you make a leap of faith, you're rewarded. And you are you build up more confidence and you feel invincible. Just go after things you love. Life's too short not to. Yeah. I mean, it's for what we're doing to this course now, and we, we've, we've put in a lot of work so far, and we're like all the things we're working on, and especially with the people working now, like Product Gurus is working with for taking products oh my to gosh, market. Yeah. It, it's like, it's amazing. So, like, take that leap of faith yeah. and, and do things that scare you, but also tell it's- the world what you want. It's amazing how many clients just came out of just by just by telling them this is what you're doing, how many clients, you know, we've gotten we've received through this whole process. It's like I you know, we're working with somebody that is doing kind of an outdoor like toy product. Um, spice blends is another one. Yeah. Um, and uh, you talked about outlet An electrical outlet is another, yeah. um, one of the girls I talked to from accelerator yesterday, she wants to start her own fashion line. And so she's going to be going through the course with us and we're going to kind of take her through it, talk to her on a monthly basis and coach her through how to do this. Um, you know, and, and one piece that she asked me a question yesterday and she's right still in college and, and coming out and she asked me, she's like, Christina, what do you think about, all of my friends are looking for internships right now because obviously they want a job after they finish school. And she said, what do you, I, I want your advice, obviously, because I've been in a corporate structure. Do you think I should look for an internship or do you think I should do my own thing? And I literally told her, I go, Saba, I go, you are in your 20s. 
I said, there is no reason that you can't go back and, and, and work later. I'm like, this is the time to take advantage of it. I go, what do you want to tell? I go, you, if you go back and you decide to work for a company five years down the road, what do you want to tell them? Do you want to tell them you, you interned for a company or do you want to tell them that you built a fashion line and know everything there is to know about taking a business to market? And, you know, it's a corporate life is not a secure thing. There's no guarantee in life. Why not, you know, take the risk when you can? Yeah, and I, I got to say, so you're talking about Saba Ali. So Saba Ali, yeah. she's worked with us with Young Entrepreneur Convention. Saba Ali landed me on the Grand Cardone podcast show. She is a hardworking girl, and she's got a fashion line. She's got a blog you can check out at SabaAli.com. But 100% right. Like, yeah. And I'm going to tell her now, I'm going to say, like, why don't you do your thing? Or why don't you hang out in Florida for a few months and we can come work with us? Yeah, we can work on some cool (laughs) things. But yeah, I mean, life's so short. It is. Just go after the things you really want to do. Don't do the things that you think the norm or the society tells you. Like, do the things that you want to do in life and you're going to have more fun and just like, we're doing the things we want to do right now. This is, uh, yeah. Yeah, the school of entrepreneurship is the best business class and the best MBA you will ever get. Amen to that. Amen mm-hmm. to that. So, Christina, this has been a lot of fun. This I've, People's minds are probably blown up right now. So where can uh, where can We people, could go another hour. We, we could. We could. Where, where can people find you if they want to connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the best is theproductgurus.com or Christina at theproductgurus.com is my email. It's a great way to find us, um, but all our contact info is on the website. Yes, and also just so everybody knowing, for one, my book that's out, Live to Grind. If you go to livetogrind.com, you can get access to the book. We're actually going to have an audible. And in one of the chapters, I talk about talk about Christina, how we met. I talk about actually the whole journey with my product development, how we created the course Light Bulb to Launch, yeah. and now have it today. And, and if you do want access to the course, if you go to theproductgurus.com forward slash starter, you can get access to the course and you can learn all this and more. And there's like literally hours of content that we have in there that can help you take your product to market. And then there's even a next step if you would want to work with us to help you hands on to take your product to market, which is a little more exclusive. We're like very limited on who we work with. But if you do get to work with us, we obviously have all the connections to be able to get your product on the shelves. Christina, this has been fun. Any last words you want to share with the audience? You know what? And on top of it, we have so many more things that we have to do after this. This is just step one of so many great things. So I'm so grateful um, to have you as a business partner and really look forward to so many great things for for us and for our future clients and uh, for anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur. Hell yes to that. Hell yes to that. Amen. So check us out, productgurus.com, theproductgurus.com. And as you guys all know, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. Well, is your head spinning? (laughs) I know mine is. She, Christina knows her stuff. Now, obviously, there's a reason why I partnered with her. She knows her stuff in product development. And can you imagine 1,000 products she's taken to market? And now, over $2 billion she is responsible for and for doing different products and taking the market. She's taken multiple products to market. One of the favorite stories I love is one time she went into Walmart in the buyer room and 
nine products she took that they produce or pitched to the buyers, nine products they end up getting on the shelves of Walmart, which just blows my mind. She has an extensive history in this. So if you want to check out this course, theproductgurus.com forward slash starter, you can check out light bulb to launch. Again, it's at theproductgurus.com forward slash starter. You can check out the course. We're in it. It's, I highly suggest that anyone, I wish there's something I had before I invented Arctic Stick to learn uh, the whole process to get a product to market. And also, in my book, Live to Grind, if you go to livetogrind.com, you can actually see the book. In the book, one of the chapters talks about the relationship, how we formed with the light bulb launch and my story of product development and teaches you anything you need to know for product development. So check that out in the book. You can check that out at Live to Grind or find it on Amazon. You can find it, just search Live to Grind and you can find the book there. So this has been fun. It's a great show. If you have not connected with me yet, please connect with me on Snapchat. BT Adams 18. Snap me, let me know. Heck, snap me your idea, whatever it is, and I'll snap you back. That's it for the show, everyone. You know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. 